0: Hey everyone, welcome back for a Tapped In Beer Cast mini-episode. Hopefully you're all doing well and are thriving and managing as we all move into the next phase of this COVID misadventure. Phase two means we can actually go places, uh, albeit with some ground rules. So this mini-episode will be pretty down and dirty. Uh, In the days I was pondering doing this episode, I got an email from a listener who wrote, Hey Dave. This is regarding the Tap Ten podcast, which I have thoroughly enjoyed over the last year or so. I would love to hear more about how the local breweries are adjusting to the COVID-19 restrictions. I only see the final product of the changes they have implemented, for example, through various social media marketing efforts, but I would also love to hear more about what went into those decisions. For example, do we close the restaurant or not? When to reopen? Start canning? Canning more? Deliveries? I'm sure there's a story to every decision, and I would love to know more. Not sure if this is possible, but just thought it was worth a shout. Thanks, Yusuke Okazaki, craft beer drinker living in Bellingham, originally from Japan. (laughs) So thanks to Yusuke for uh, convincing me that this was something that people actually wanted to hear. Originally, I was going to have owner brewers on uh, remotely and say their piece about how they're weathering things and what they hope to do once phase two happened. Uh, this has been in the works for a while. Like I mentioned, I was already thinking about that before Yusuke uh, uh, wrote me. Um, but in the time that it takes to get all those remote things happening and get all the people on the same page, um, you know, you know how brewers are. Um, yeah, last week, as soon as I actually started scheduling those and was getting ready to start recording, phase two actually happened. So... I scrapped that plan and just asked all the people to just give me a little blurb via email that I could read here uh, on air that says all of those things for them, since their lives suddenly got a lot busier and a lot more hectic, hopefully for the better. Not everyone got back to me, but no harm, no foul. Like I said, most businesses leapt into action mere hours after the announcement. So here are a handful of announcements from some of your favorite places to drink beer in town. Or beer-related places in town. And I'll start with something for all of the home brewers out there, and that would be North Corner Brewing Supply. Um, Robert has been keeping things alive via uh, online ordering and curbside pickup, uh, but due to phase two happening, he changed things up a little bit. And so he is open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Tuesday through Friday, and then Saturday 10 to 5, closed Sunday and Monday. As of now, he is allowing people in. It's a two-customer limit, mask, distance, the whole thing. Uh, he says he's also happy to continue fulfilling curbside phone-in orders and... Um He's got some new ingredients and he's got some new yeasts. So if you are uncomfortable going into the store, just give him a shout at 360-714-1186. Pay over the phone and you can grab your stuff in that little entrance area. Otherwise, as long as you're okay, possibly waiting uh, because he has been busy because home brewing is kind of the, uh, the unsung counterpart to, uh, to the sourdough craze that's been going on. So I'm happy to report that I've been doing a lot of both. So anyway, that's North Corner and Robert down there. And then from Chad and Colleen down at Wander, uh, they say open back up with restrictions and limited hours on Saturday starting uh, June 6th. So that has already happened because today is the 13th. Now open Monday through Thursday, 2 to 8 p.m. and Friday to Sunday, 12 to 9. Seating is limited to seven tables inside with the precautions put in place as mandated by the state. We feel comfortable entertaining indoors given our large warehouse vibe with 33-foot ceilings, plenty of space, and even on a crowded first day, we only got to 25% capacity inside because everyone wanted to sit outside. Outdoor patio has been expanded and has 14 tables. Miners are allowed in all spaces, but dogs are allowed only on the patio areas. Food truck service will start at first only on weekends and then move to weekdays. Expect loads of signage, plenty of hand sanitizer stations, and lots of cones and ropes to help guide you and keep you safe and healthy healthy during your visit. All right. And, by the way, if you make it over to Wander, be sure and uh, congratulate whoever's behind the bar. Probably won't be Chatter Colleen because they just had a new little girl. So, congrats to them. Uh, Jason from Stemma Brewing said, uh, Stemma did okay during the shutdowns. We offered pickup and delivery, and the community supported us very well. We are very excited to safely have guests back in our space, and we had a great flow of people enjoying pints here over the weekend. We've increased the frequency of our cleaning procedures and are wiping down the point of sale after each transaction. We're back to normal business hours Monday through Sunday, 11 to 10 p.m., and have expanded our outdoor seating. We're still offering online ordering and curbside pickup for all our to-go beers, 16-ounce and 32-ounce crowlers. We will be discontinuing delivering after this week. So important. Uh, Patrick at Elizabeth Station, not a brewery, but definitely a place that is beer focused. Um, by the way, if you haven't, if you're not on their emailing list, Patrick's been sending out some pretty amazing emails uh, just giving his thoughts and perceptions on what is going on around us, not just with COVID, uh, but with all of the police um, brutality that's been going on and, uh, and just the things that are not okay in our lives right now. That aside, Patrick says, we've been doing online orders and home delivery since Patty's day, which has been okay. Uh, It's just been Charles and I since then. We finally have some of our staff back on hand, getting the store rearranged and ready for customers, which starts this Saturday uh, the 13th, which is today, which means probably by the time you hear this, it'll be yesterday. Although maybe I'll get this out today, but either way, it'll probably be done. So they're open now. Uh, We have taken out some of the tables and opened up the store a lot more for shopping. The plan is to be open from noon to 7, and we are going to ask customers to wear masks and gloves. We'll do a lot of sanitizing as well, but gloves and masks makes it so much easier for people to shop the cooler doors and check out the cans and bottles while significantly lowering the risk of cross-infection. We are definitely taking a cautious approach, and so far 99% of our customers have appreciated that. As a side note, we believe that there is a large but quiet part of the population who are very nervous about people going out again. We want to make sure that we are watching out for them too. Wearing a mask and gloves hurts nobody, and we can all do a little more to take care of those who have immunity, immunity deficiencies and other health concerns. We have got a lot of new beers in ready for this coming Saturday, again, yesterday. I think people will be super excited to see all the new stuff. The following Friday, the 19th, we will be open for pints on-premise. Like everyone, things are reduced, so it won't be like before, but we have an insane draft list of fresh beers set for next Friday. We are excited, but yeah, we're nervous. We are going to make sure people are protected and safe. When they come here, it'll be fine. Uh, I had a brief conversation with David Vitt uh, over at Kulshin, and uh, you know they've been operating out of K2 Uh, Sunnyland has been shut down, but he says that uh, Sunnyland should be opening uh, hopefully this coming week, Uh, depending. There's some other factors involved, but uh, if you are in the Sunnyland area like I am, then, uh, then keep an eye out for that happening. That's pretty exciting. So those are all of the specific responses that I got, but I would imagine that it is very likely that your favorite watering hole is open in some capacity at this point. Of course, there are the inevitable inevitable casualties of a long-term shutdown. Cash is king in business, and sometimes you just can't ride out the storm. Justin and the fine folks at the Firefly just couldn't make things work, and alas, they are permanently shut. So RIP to the Firefly. You will be missed on many levels. There were a lot of places I didn't mention here uh, that I know are up op and operating in some capacity. North Fork has been doing growlers and pizza to go, and I would imagine if they are not open already, they will be open soon. Fringe Brewing up in Ferndale was doing beer to go. Be sure and go check that out. Uh, their Kentucky Common called Fern Tucky was astounding, really good. Um, let's see. I grabbed some delicious pizza and beer from Terramar down in Edison as well. Uh, our last guest on the regular episode, Greg Spohr, along with Mike Armstrong, Armstrong are doing a great job down there. Um, it's worth the drive, worth the drive for sure. Structures has been offering beer to go. Um, I've heard Menace is open and that they've been, uh, well populated since, uh, phase two was in in swing. 122 West was doing beer to go, but hopefully their eatery is back up soon. Boundary has been doing barbecue and beer to go. I'm sure that they are open again. Stone's Throw has beer available and many more that I'm sure I'm spacing and I do apologize for. And that's probably all changed. Um, Brian over at the Bellingham Tap Trail has been keeping tabs on who's offering what these days. So if you just need to go, if you want to go to just one place, uh, hit up thetaptrail.com for the latest uh, as to what everybody, beer wise, and in, that is involved with the Tap Trail, is doing. Please do yourself and your fellow beer enthusiasts a favor when you do finally get out there wear a mask, follow the rules. If we as a society screw up phase two, then we'll be right back in phase one for a long time. And who wants that? So do your part. Have fun and enjoy your beer and cocktails out there. But remember that things are different than they were. And be sure and thank the places that you go to because they have gone through a lot. So I've been asking you to leave comments either on the Facebook page or on Instagram regarding what beers you're enjoying, how you're coping, etc., And I got an email from listener Peter Cavan, hopefully I pronounced that right, who writes, Dave, thanks for keeping up with the podcasts. You had asked what people are drinking right now, and for me, two current highlights are The Brood Abides, a milk stout from Pelican down in Oregon, a smooth beer with all the usual milk stout flavors, coffee, chocolate, vanilla, wouldn't drink a six-pack at 7%. That takes me to... Kentucky, Hey, great minds think alike, right? A Kentucky Common from Fringe and Ferndale. Very easy drinking and low ABV, 3.8. for a Perfect for a warm, dry day as we had in early April. Yeah, it's been a while since I got to these. I'm sorry. I love a barrel-aged Imperial Stout or similar on a special occasion, such as Perennial's Abraxas or Fremont's Coffee Cinnamon Bee Bomb. Uh, I will have one of those when this is all over. Finally, I would suggest starting a Twitter account for the podcast if the Tap Trail one is now dormant. I'm not on Facebook or Instagram, but email feels somewhat formal somehow for short notes. Cheers, Peter. So thanks, Peter, for taking the time and for the suggestion about diving into the Twitterverse. I am pondering it, although I am admittedly terrible at social media. It's just... yeah. That's a whole other podcast, but I am considering ditching the Instagram in favor of Twitter. Um, What do you think? Let me know. Uh, Is anybody going to the Instagram account? I know that I'm not very up on that. My understanding of all those things is marginal at best. (laughs) All right. Uh, Moving on. I was very flattered recently when the lovely women from a newer podcast reached out to me to be a guest. Maria and Annika from the City of Subdued podcast, and I had a great chat the other day where we kind of blended our two podcasts together for part of an episode of theirs. They're super into beer, and we nerded out proper. Their podcast is fun and celebrates this Humbleburg most of us live in and around. I think this episode comes out next week, maybe Monday or the following Monday, but you should check them out regardless and get caught up. They're new. Uh, there's only a handful of episodes, maybe less than 10. Um, so yeah, they're a lot of fun. The City of Subdued podcast. Do it. All right. Speaking of new episodes coming out soon, I'm going to have a new full chat out very soon. It'll be the same, except different on a few levels. First, it was done remotely, so that was kind of exciting. And by exciting, I mean terrifying and frustrating, but it went all right. It also has two guests at once and in Ben Carolina from the soon to be open Otherlands Beer on Humboldt in the Sunnyland neighborhood. We had a blast and I'm stoked for you to meet them and to be able to sample their wares in the coming weeks. I can vouch for the beer and I think that you will be excited at what they will offer to the brew scene and the food scene. All right, that's all I got for this little mini episode. Reach me at dave at taptrail.com or on Facebook at the Tapped In Beercast page or for the time being, on Instagram at TappedInBeerCast and be a part of next week's discussion. Anything goes. Car repair, outbuilding planning, love advice, whatever. It's a conversation after all, not a lecture. And of course, don't forget to rate and give us all the stars on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your rambling content. And hey, if you take the time to review us, make sure I know and I will read your review during these minicasts, which I do hope to keep up. All right. I will talk to you later and sooner than later at that. Cheers.